Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive. And that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com build. That's chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details. All right, guys. We are back. Live in action. Market Mondays. Yeah, happy Monday. That's what's on earth. July 10th, 2023. It is... uh. The sun has come out. It was a rainy weekend here in the Northeast. Uh, shout out to everybody that has weathered the storm, including some some corporate enterprises that we know. <laughs> Zuckerberg probably went to New York and just lit the world fire, stopped the storms, caused one for Elon. We're going to get into it. But y'all sure. Somebody should cue quiet storm right now. For sure. But um, it was a dope weekend for us. Thank you to Resilient Tony and Raven Paris for having us in Baltimore. It was a dope event that we spoke at in Baltimore at um, Morgan State University. Yes. Support black colleges. Extremely Were they on important. your head about your comments last week? 
Of course not. Of, of course, course not, not one word. Of course not. Everybody That's knows. That. I've, I've been supporting black yeah. colleges for, for a long period of time. So you, you know what the consensus was? We need to see more of this. We need to see more of our alumni come back and have presentations like this, bring people from our community that are doing positive things in the world of business and entrepreneurship, come back and do things like that. So it was some truth. Yeah, yeah anybody, anybody, anybody that knows me knows that, you know, I'm, I've always supported black colleges. I didn't go to a black college, but it's crazy. My my first experience on a college campus was a black college. My sister went to Lincoln University. So I remember gotcha. I was a little I was a little kid, took her to college. Then my brother went to Florida AM, um, went to Tallahassee to take him. He went there for a year. Yeah. And of course, living in Baltimore, you know, how could we not be at Coppin and Morgan and then going to DC, Howard? Even uh, Maryland Eastern Shore, so you know, yeah, I, I always have time, yo. That's pretty ironic. Yeah, my, my first college experience was on a, was on Delaware State. My brother went to Delaware State. He didn't finish. And shout out to everybody that went to Del State. And then my second was visiting some of my my, my people who graduated with me, and they went to uh, Hampton. So I went there, and then gotcha. after that, uh, Morgan State. So shout out to everybody that goes to HBCUs. Keep going. I know some people are in summer school right now. Um, yo, keep going. Keep going. It's a long journey, but it, it's worth it. Yes, I always had love for, for um, HBCU. So, you know, shout out to all my HBCU family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely never meant to discourage or disrespect HBCUs in any in any sense of the way because they're important and they provide a beacon of education when um, we didn't have other opportunities. And even when we were provided other opportunities, they still have led the way in providing education for a large sector of um, black people society yeah and um have contributed tremendously to the to the progression of the world so for sure my whole thing is that they just you know they're fighting an uphill battle themselves right it's not it's not an even playing field when you look at funding when you look at you know support when you look at a variety of other things the endowment um, funds are not yeah exactly so yeah yeah this is the thing like you know you fight in a good fight but um it's not it's not equal so let's just see how we can make it better. That was that was the whole point of the conversation. Not to say that, you know, they're not capable of competing, um, but let's see how we can make the experience better because everybody wins if there's a better experience. That's all. But a uh, shout out to, to Morgan State, man. It was great. It was great being back in Baltimore for a couple of hours. And happy birthday to my brother, Alex. He had happy a dope, Alex. dope um, party in his house in Atlanta. <laughs> Super dope. He, he curated a tremendous Different vibe. vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Boy yeah, had yeah. a yacht party on ground. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. And, and congrats to him on a top shot investment, too. That's that a was fact. Dope. That's, yeah. that's yes, a fact. Shout yes. out to him. And uh, happy birthday to, to Ari. We saw her also in Atlanta. She will be speaking at Invest Fest. Always good energy when we run into Ari. So happy birthday to her as yes, well. Yes, 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 yes. A good time this weekend for sure. So let's get into this. The moment you all have been waiting for has arrived. Mm. So, Market yes. Monday's World Tour, we are going to end the stop. We still have another stop. Chicago, we'll be releasing information on that very shortly. And that's yeah. going to be something that's going to be extremely, extremely major. We're we getting the dates on that? Not yet. We'll okay. release that later. Okay. Um, but today, we're going to focus on Ghana. We are ending the year in the motherland, December 27th. Right in your calendar, circular. That's the date, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets are on sale now. You can go to our website, hit the Market Mondays World Tour flyer tab, and um, you can purchase your tickets to the show. Right now, it's on pre-sale prices, so I would advise you to purchase that early. 
and yes. then um, get your transportation and all that. But the end of the year is an extremely um, impactful and powerful time for Ghana. Yep. Of course, they have Afro Future. Yes. Shout out to Abdul and our whole family, which actually starts on the 28th. Mm-hmm. So the day after Market Mondays is Afro Future, which is a crazy festival, musical artists, vibes. Um, and then it's, the, it's, it's a time where people from all over the diaspora just come. It's good energy, um, perfect weather from what I've been told. Um, a lot of partying, a lot of cultural enrichment, a lot of, you know, vibes. Like it's just vibes all the way through, all the way through the new year. So they like from Christmas time all the way through the new year is their busy season. So I would highly suggest for you to spend your new year, spend your holiday season when everything is shut down anyway. Um, when it's cold in America, um, come to the motherland with us, come to Africa, mm-hmm. Ghana specifically, Accra. And um, have a vibe. You know, we, we are doing it in a venue, um, which is immaculate, um, outside, uh, poolside. Mm-hmm. You're going to have all the elements at nighttime. Um, it's, 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 it's one of the ones, man. You know, we curate vibes that nobody has ever done or nobody has even ever thought about. So, you know, first, we were the first ones to, you know, start doing networking events and different things of that nature. Then we start doing shows. Then we start doing, you know, festivals. I don't think anybody ever thought about a world tour for financial Say literacy. I don't think anybody's ever thought about a world tour for financial literacy. Um, so, you know, we were able to curate that. Shout out to the good folks at Ally. Yes. Um, appreciate you. And how could you have a world tour without touching the continent, the continent yeah. of Africa? Um, it's important. You gotta be, you gotta travel the world to have a world tour. It's important for sure. So, you know, we <laughs> did, you know, we did Toronto, <laughs> Canada. We did the United Kingdom, of Track. course, Los Angeles. Yes. So we're going to be going to Chicago. That's, That's not, important. That's already nice. Um, but yeah, this is something that has never been done before. And who knows when it will happen again. So don't miss a moment in history, a moment in time. And don't, um, underestimate how difficult this, this is to pull off. Extremely, off, yeah. extremely, extremely difficult. Not easy at all. Um, but we will be making history. We will be making history first of this sort ever. And um, we're going to be talking to some of the most important people in Ghana for Once sure. Once again, I wish I could say, when you sent that text, <laughs> Billy, Billy, you know, we only Boy. talk to billionaires. We're only talking to billionaires these days. So um, we 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 talking to a real African Guyanese billionaire, um, yeah, yeah. Would it be? Yeah. Let's just let's just leave it at that for now. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have some musical entertainment. I'm sure we'll have a lot of vibes for sure. There will be a lot of people in attendance. You know what's interesting? If you watch uh, the impact that Africa had on Simba, and if you watch the episode 85 Absolutely. South, Chico talks about the impact that going to Ghana had on him. And the amount of people that we're telling that, yo, this is how we're going to end our year. The reaction that we're getting saying, like, we want to be part of it. We're just going to come to be a part of it. So yeah. when you're in attendance, it's not just going to be like the every, everyday comic book. That's going to happen. Like, you're going to see the people that look like you. But the the network of people that's going to be at uh, Market Mondays in Ghana is going to be incredible. I'm I'm excited. It's probably my most anticipated. Yeah, because I, I've heard Me so too. much about Ghana. Like, we went to Nigeria and that was an experience, but everybody said, like, it's, it's totally different. You got to come to Ghana. It's a different feel. 
And so I've just been studying the, the landscape of the land. I'm watching 19 Keys and I'm watching my boy Aristotle, their experience. Yeah. And it's like, it's amping me up even more, man. So make sure that you go right now and get your tickets for it. It's going to be a moment in history. And what better way to bring in 2024 than to plan your year? If this wasn't the best year for it, it should have been if you've been listening to the show. Shout out to the queen that made a million dollars listening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hopefully this can be you in the next year. But what better place to be than in Africa and Ghana with us? investing networking and building partnership get your tickets now yeah let's see if they try to copy this one it's gonna be difficult this one is gonna be difficult to to copy um impossible yeah perhaps yeah it's gonna be it's gonna perhaps. be it's gonna be hard but you can try you can definitely try so get your tickets now you can go to the website click the link the market mondays world tab Presented by Ally. Shout out to the good folks. Speaking Ally. of Ally, shout out to them. Detroit, Michigan. Oh, yes. okay. Let's Next. go there. The little bomb. What's up, with Detroit? <laughs> Let's go there. Let's go there. D twelve. Next Saturday, <laughs> we will be in Detroit, Michigan. Earn your masters. Earn your masters is something that we've created with United Masters, where it's a franchise. We went to Art ba Art Basel. Check. We went to South by Southwest. Check. We went to New York Fashion Week, and during this, we've 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 interviewed some of the most legendary people of all time, from Dapper Dan to DJ Khaled to Shine to Timberland to Jadakiss to Ryan Leslie to LaRussell to the Master Investor. Uh, the list goes on, on on the type of vibe Bumby, that we've been able to curate. Bumby. And we've had performances from some of the greatest artists of all time, from Toby. Shout out to Toby Wigway. He's oh, yeah. doing the game right now. Of course, we had Pusha T perform one time. We had Fabio Farin perform mm -hmm, one mm -hmm, time. Mm -hmm. um, We've curated vibes. The but, Chris Gotti conversation was legendary, too. That's off the record. Y'all off the record episodes. <laughs> the a couple record. of them. A couple of them. Off the record. So, a couple of them. So, you know, we've always done this at, like, big major events. Like I said, South by Southwest and Art Basel and New York Fashion Week. But, you know, we can't forget about cities that might not have those type of events. So what we did with this Detroit situation is we curated an event. Mm -hmm. We just made an event. And um, it's going to be a block party slash indoor vibe. It's going to be in Detroit. Oh, we're bringing some A-listers out. Oh, yeah. We're not <laughs> just going to come to Detroit without representing Oh, we're bringing some A-listers out, by the way. Yeah. From Detroit. Of course. By the way. Mm -hmm. um, and it's going to be a really dope. I'm just really excited, man. The city of Detroit this is something that you guys deserve it. You guys have always supported us. And this is free. 100% free. Um two o'clock you could bring the family up no it's 18 and over my bad 18 and over <laughs> but if you are 18 and over you can definitely enjoy the vibes for love um <laughs> and it's free man everything is free is taken care of you must rsvp though space is limited so please 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 go do on that. our website click the tab yep. for earn your masters in detroit michigan this one this one is on us thank you for your support thank you for the love and shout out to our whole Wait, family you in Detroit. Guys actually still give back you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. went Hollywood and you guys the guy who helped make you yes sir yeah, yeah. shout out to everybody on the ground too that, that's been playing a part man shout out to my brother Ken y'all know Ken is probably like uh, the Ken. number one the number one go to guy anytime we touch the city anywhere we go like Ken's just like can I help he's the number one can I help guy so I said, Absolutely. I said Ken look we coming to your city he said say no more say no more shout out to Ken shout out to Chill the whole family over there I spoke to Chill the other day they excited us that to have us come up there. And uh anytime we go to Detroit, it's been so much love, man. So I'm excited to see the people out yeah. there 
It's a, it's a block party. It's gonna be a block party like none other, man. Shout so shout out to, to the, the yeah, whole team. And shout, shout yeah, to shout Mario. out to Allah. Shout out to the United Masters. Shout out to Mario. Yes, Mario Kelly. The investor spot. Ooh. My young boy. Pull out up on there, us. Yeah, he's killing up. the game. Um, shout out to our whole BMF family. Yeah, it's gonna be one of them ones, man. What up, though? Got the Cardis. <laughs> I see that. Got the Cardis. Don't ever play yourself. Oh, you in the mood today? <laughs> Don't ever play yourself. What up? What up, though? For the occasion, yeah. six mile, seventh mile, all the way above Joy Road. Joy Road. What up, though? All right. Kenny Burns episode comes out tomorrow. Dope episode, man. My brother, to my brother Kenny. And uh, we had a lot to talk about, man. A lot to talk about. He's killing the game in the spirits industry. And, and we talked about artists and dealing with artists and the culture and doing business and a variety of different things. So shout out to Kenny Burns, a staple in Atlanta. Yep. And um, that's a really dope episode. He's one of the first episodes that we did that was really, you know, starting to kick the momentum off. Um, and to come back, you know, a few years later and do round two, I think is dope. So that comes out at one o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. Shout out to Kenny. And he got a dope surprise inside the spirits industry. Even something that... I don't know if we even were fully aware that he was working on when it comes to the continent, when it comes to spirits. Everybody knows about the Uncle Mary story, but it's going to be a dope surprise. So make sure y'all tune into that one. Shout out to our brother. But once Kenny again, again, I think Kenny is one of the most underrated people in nightlife. Like I, him mm. and Alice, I think single in tandem helped build up Atlanta's nightlife and that spirit business. Please tune into this episode. Like Kenny's a dope person. Dope energy, super giving. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. The lifestyle really specialist. Only one of the very few people that's even still will call you randomly just to check how you're doing. Forget just business. See how you doing. Just how you're doing. Just say, like, oh, I love you, bro. Keep going. I'm watching you. How's the family? Does that every two or three weeks, man. So shout out to him, man. That's that's something that goes very underrated in this yeah. space. So shout out to him. For sure. Uh announcements, Ian. Yeah, Stock Club call will be Tuesday at 9 p.m. Central. Um, if I've made you money, please put yes in chat to the queen that made a million dollars off the show. Uh, we'd love to have you on the show. We need to get a few of them that have made like six figures. In, in the, maybe we can do like a special report on uh, some of the ones who've made a ton of money. And um, I got a, a booth announcement for InvestFest next week. I'm going to do my little uh -oh. rollout of giveaway time. And, uh oh. You know, what time I'll be speaking and all that. And then we got, I think we got another little Friday announcement too. <laughs> um, but next week, tune in. Surprises will be given away. I love y'all. If I made you money, please put yes in chat. Yes. Well, I'm nearly on the free show. I don't know who else. That's a lot. I know a few of them. I know a few of them personally. Six and seven figures. But that's neither here nor there. Let's talk about this, man. Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. This is a measure brought to you by the good brothers at Earn Your Leisure and the good brother Ian Dunlap, the master investor himself. Continue yes. to do the research. Continue to share good research. And when it comes down to research being shared, make sure you give credit to the person you got it from. Love is love. Keep winning. Keep winning. Stay focused. Stay disciplined. Keep winning. All right. Let's get into this. Let's do it. Mark Zuckerberg. Let's start the show off what everybody wants to hear about. Um, <clears throat> Mark Zuckerberg. Heard of him? This guy's a legend. <laughs> Heard of him? Uh, Putin. He's on fire. So a few days ago, Threads rolls out, and it is a pretty much clone of Twitter. Uh, very similar type of situation. Mm -hmm. And it took the world by storm. I believe now it has over 100 million users yeah, uh, with no signs of slowing down. 
obviously Elon Musk was extremely um, disturbed <laughs> about this, <laughs> threatened a lawsuit. I don't know if the lawsuit actually went through yet or not, but um, has threatened a lawsuit, uh, has made some interesting comments on Twitter about <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> Indeed. To say the least. Indeed. We thought Adam 22 was salty and Kiki Palmer's boyfriend was mad. Who do you think was more upset this week? Elon or Kiki Palmer's boyfriend? Um, neck and neck. <laughs> Pulse? Them, uh, I'm going to go with her boyfriend. I'm going to go with her boyfriend. He lost it Elon all. Elon is irate. When you threaten to sue a day into a new uh, product <laughs> being released, you are in trouble. No, it's, it's, it's game, set, match. So the question now, it's a variety of different questions, but the, one of the questions is Twitter over. Uh, so here's my take on this. I think yep. that Twitter's in a lot of trouble. It, Ernie Elysia, we've been mm -hmm. on Twitter since 2019. I believe we have 90,000 followers. So in four years, we were able to climb. In four years, we were able to climb up to get 90,000 followers. We were on, been on threads since... When they come out Thursday, Thursday, yeah, Wednesday or Thursday. Okay, let's say five days. We've been on threads for five days. We currently have a hundred thousand followers. So, <laughs> what took us four years on Twitter took us four days on threads. Mm -hmm. Now, me personally, I'm not loyal to any social media platform. I have not gotten paid from any social media platform. Although I do think that an endorsement from Meta would be appropriate at this point. I've been working but, on it have not received the check yet. So I don't really have any dog in this fight, but I am in business and I do understand that you go where you, where you get the most traction. It's common sense. So it's, um, it's common sense. You go where the block is hot and um, we have gotten more traction on threads in four days than we've gotten in four years on Twitter. Which one do you think we'll give more attention to? We'll still be on Twitter because it's free. Why not? But mm -hmm. that's that's Twitter's fault for not properly enhancing the algorithm, for not spreading the message, for not doing a variety of different things. Now, Threads is an interesting situation because, of course, they have a competitive advantage that that they don't that Twitter doesn't have, which is Instagram and Facebook. So I've said this from the beginning: it's easier to build one company off the back of another company. It's the shoulder strategy. Yep. So now. They build Instagram. They build Facebook. They build Facebook first, right? Then they buy Instagram. Then comes WhatsApp. Now they have a portfolio of social media platforms. They push people directly over from Instagram to Threads. They make it a very seamless, seamless, seamless yep. sign-up process. You got, keep you got keep, your number. You keep your same name. Only thing you gotta do is just you know log in. That's it. And then the, the threads actually even go straight to Instagram if you want them to as well. Make it extremely easy for people to to do it. Right? That gives them a competitive advantage. Of course, they can manipulate the algorithm. This is what all these social media platforms do. The first six months is maximum exposure. TikTok did it the same way. Where they're gonna give you maximum exposure. They're gonna give you reach because they want people to, to sign up. Of course, it's gonna be mm -hmm. discouraging if you put it if you put something up and nobody likes it. So now you put something up and engagement is crazy and everybody's like happy about it, right? Um, and then at some point in time, they'll probably limit that. They'll cut that part off. But your yeah, goal as like one point five billion people, they'll start to throttle it. 
yeah, your point as an entrepreneur is to maximize anything free for as long as you can possibly use it. So right now it's free exposure, it's free now. Then they say, okay, if you cut your, if you end your profile, you got to cut your Instagram profile off as well. So nobody, nobody's going to delete their profile because why would you, why would you want to do that? Uh, this at some point in time may go down as the death blow for Twitter. We'll see, but I just don't see the advantage of Twitter when Twitter is actually the same thing as Instagram, but with so many more advantages now that Instagram is partnered with thread, um, they go, they go hand in hand. So why would they have to go to a whole different platform and not reach a lot of people and do a variety of different things where now you can pretty much just go next door. It's like being in the same house. Would you rather live in the same house and go next door for your closet or would you want your closet on a completely different street? That's more modern. It's common, mm-hmm. it's common sense. Yeah. Instagram has done this variety of different times. When Vine was popular, they introduced videos and killed Vine. When Snapchat was at its peak, they introduced Reels. Snapchat really hasn't been the same since. Still, still around, but it's it's not, not thriving. Major, it's not a major threat. When TikTok came out. They took TikTok's format, started doing those videos, and no, uh, Snapchat was the stories. Stories, yeah. yeah Snapchat, first. they took the stories and the, the animations inside of the yep. inside of the TikTok. Post. TikTok was the reels. Mm-hmm. They did reels. TikTok still around? It is. Not sure if it's as popular as it was before, but it's still around. But reels have helped Instagram. Now, they have done the same thing with Twitter. They have a history of copying and taking what's popular with no apology, with very few changes to it, and adding it to his portfolio. And like I said, it's easier because now the user would rather use all of these different things instead of one. This is the only time where they've created an actual new platform. All those other platforms are actually just integrated into Instagram. The technology. But um, yeah. Yeah. But I think that it's 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 an extremely impressive feat. Um I've been championing Meta for a long time. I said that Meta was not dead, and now it has climbed 150% over the last six months. And I think at some point in time, you have to have a conversation that Mark Zuckerberg, I believe, is one of the, the greatest CEOs of all time. Well, um, placing he, in the top 10 or top 20? Uh, I'm not sure, but he's up there. Because, I mean, a lot of, the criticism is that he doesn't innovate. Well, neither did Steve Jobs. So as a leader, huh. you don't have to... you don't, Steve Jobs didn't know none of those ideas were his ideas. The iPhone was his idea. Some some people say that it wasn't. There's, there's data out there that said that it wasn't. But regardless, most of the ideas that made Apple successful were not his ideas. He was a great businessman, though, and a great yeah. marketer. So you don't necessarily have to come up with original ideas to be a great leader. You have to have your company reign supreme. And Facebook has reigned supreme for over a decade. And um, Meta, the Metaverse, didn't seem like it worked out. Didn't didn't let that phase them. Stayed focused. Didn't listen to outside critics. And uh, reinvented the company once again. Mm. Extremely impressive feat. One of the, the highest grossing revenues of all time. Top 10 company when it comes to market capitalization of all time. I don't think that he gets enough credit. And he's faced a tremendous opposition. He's faced opposition from Apple. He's faced opposition from, from the U.S. government. He's faced opposition from Elon Musk. And he survived it. So 
that's my that's my take on the situation. Mm -hmm. I think that Threads is here to stay. Yeah. I um I encourage everybody to follow us on, on our threads and follow Ian on his thread account. And I think that there's one other thing that, that they took. They took OnlyFans model as well. So now they have the subscription for Instagram. We'll see that. And I just mm -hmm. we just started our subscription. What what we're gonna do with our subscription is just kind of stuff that we can't say on, yeah, stuff that we can't say publicly. So like I put a I put a uh something up on, on our on our um earn your leisure subscription which i can't i can't say that publicly it's inside something that you know people might you know it's a little delicate situation so that's how i think we're going to use it but it's interesting so yeah subscribe to our, our subscriptions so they've also took only fans model as well they did a good thing with that because they said we're not going to charge anything for it, at least for the first time. So now they're going to try to get all the creators to come in. Mm -hmm. It's commission fee free. Um, they're running a, they're, they're running one of the most impressive business models of all time while capturing everybody's data. Almost a third I of the world's population, yeah. a third of the world's population capturing their data. They've they've mastered the free model, selling information, selling advertisement, and they've done it at an extremely high level. There you have it. <laughs> I rest my case. Oh. Uh, there's a lot there. Um, there's a lot. I mean, the shoulder strategy is important. And if we're looking at the death of, of Twitter, let's go by the numbers. Facebook, 3 billion users, right? They buy Instagram. That now has 2.5 billion users. Threads has 100 million users in five days. Twitter. And its history currently has five four hundred and fifty million. At this pace, they're going to pass Twitter by the end of the summer. I'm not sure how you recover from something that is moving that fast. You don't. You don't. You don't. Um, it's interesting. I mean, six or seven months ago, we were not looking at Mark Zuckerberg, or most of the people weren't looking at Mark Zuckerberg in this fashion. It was boring. It was metaverse isn't going to work. You know, we saw people. We saw high up execs leave. And there was a question of what will happen now. We saw the stock plummet um, somewhat. Uh, and again, he, he kept his poise through it all. This is, even the stock, the, the, though the stock has moved up today, it's been more than that. It's been the layoffs. It's been the yeah, innovation. Layoffs yeah. the, the, the layoffs have helped. The innovation has helped. The reassessing uh, the metaverse has helped. That's helped the stock as well. But the poise is what's the most important thing. Is, is he the great? Is he one of the greats? For sure. He's, he, I mean, this is one of those situations where you can see where poise actually helps inside of a business and reassessing. Now, I like the word copying. You use that word a few times. Uh, I like to say in business, it, he enhanced on what is working. No, because if not, the copiers of us are going to start saying that. No, he copied. Yeah. I'm it saying, he, no, for him, for him. For oh, him, gotcha. Him. Okay. No, people are going to dead copy what they oh, yeah. and they've tried that. Uh, Cause he said, like, even when we go back to Vine, I remember the days when it was like it was an eight second video, and then it was like, wait, Instagram has something that's fifteen seconds, yeah, right. And so, yes, the 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 model was like that works. Let's see, how can we enhance on it, right? So now we add fifteen seconds to it, then it eventually goes up to thirty, and then now it, you know, it went up to sixty, and then some people had unlimited. So he's enhanced on that, and that that's a lesson that that people can learn inside a business, right? Like we we can see something that's working, and. We can say, all right, like, how can we enhance this? How can we make this our own? How can we make it better? Right. So when even when somebody tries to do, do this, it's like, 
yeah, okay. Well, how are you going to make it better? What are you going to add? What's going to be your flavor? The other part it was, and I don't know if this was the timing of this, but it was immaculate. The, yeah. the, the announcement of Threads was immaculate because if we're watching the landscape, what did Twitter do on Monday or Tuesday last week? They decided to limit people's limit. numbers of posts. Yeah. They didn't want to cut back on spending, right? So it was like, all right, well, how do we do that? Limit the amount of posts that people could read. And if you pay, you can actually read and post more. What happens inside of that is a spill comes, right? So spill, right? Black owned, very, very similar to a Twitter, but people know that there was black Twitter, right? And that was like a thing inside of Twitter. So we yeah, had there was the, black Twitter employees that left there to start that. Exactly. And so spill comes. And this is all in the same week and a half. Two days after Elon and Twitter make that announcement, boom, I, I'm looking at threat. I'm like, wait, what is this? Mark Zuckerberg is posting on Instagram. Hey, we're up to five million. We're up to two million. We're up to ten million. I'm like, what? He couldn't have picked a better time to make that announcement because it was like, all right, well, people are tired of having just people run amok on Twitter and posting everything and these memes and these bots. And then there's clarity out of nowhere. Here comes this clarity. So the timing of it was just absolutely immaculate. Um, so is it the t Twitter killer? Ah uh, man, I, I'm gonna like, go like, out. You, Shadi, like you ever play ball against somebody and they hit a three on, or like they hit a three from like 32 feet and you like the coach is defeated. It may it's, not be it, it, it's the moment where it's like it's that, it's that moment. It's like when you know when Steph starts hitting threes and you're like, there's nothing I can do. What can you do? What can you or do? He's he's gonna make that regardless. I I, I did all I could here. Yeah, it, it feel like one of those deflating moments. Yeah, is it the death blow? There's a lot of capital, right? Like Elon, and and we'll we'll talk about some of the mistakes he's made. There's a lot of capital that that it might. Be, I just don't know what you do, right? When he has a user base of over three billion people, you have four hundred and fifty million, and you're you're losing a lot of those people. I don't I don't know what you do to regain them. And, and here's the th thing that you have to consider too: when you let go of all of those people and not in the most favorable way, um. When you fire them, because people were saying, well, they can't go to Facebook. And here's the interesting part. Meta did not use the former Twitter employees on this project. Like, from what I'm hearing, it's only 25 people currently working on threads. So if they end up putting 100 people on top of that, the app is already significant. Like, threads end up being what Twitter should have been five or six years ago. For a little inside ball, from what I was told, Elon made some kind of egregious comment to Zuckerberg maybe three or four weeks ago. And this is what now I've been saying it for the entire year, like Zuckerberg's been on the tear of innovating a lot faster. You can tell he kind of kind of got the spark back, but this is kind of what pushed it to go over the edge. Um, I think Did, I said maybe two or three months ago, like he needed something to copy or clone. Uh -huh. And and he's done that tremendously, like um, Letting go on the employees is one of the biggest reasons. Getting the expenses off the balance sheet is the reason why the stock went up. Mm -hmm. um, and then also listening to leadership. Like regardless of um, if it's really interesting. Like he lost his focus for a while and got it back. And hopefully with this example, we can see Elon do the same. We was talking before we started, but it was really gross mismanagement by Elon to try and run two companies. But he had two. He he cared more about being in the comments than actually fixing the companies we all get hyped up off of our own press but you have to learn when you're competing against people 
and you're competing against people that are like some of the best in the world, they're going to take those slights yeah. against you and go incredibly hard against you. And as a result, it caused him to lose his effectiveness in hey baby, um, in Twitter. And they haven't developed the company the way that it should be. They haven't designed better. The employee base isn't happy. Um, so it was, a, it was a great move on on Zuckerberg's part. Um, but once they get to like 1.5 billion users, that's when I think they'll monetize. The throttling will come down, but Twitter needs to do a, an incredible overhaul of the site, the design, the interaction. Same as you like. I think I made five posts. After my fifth post, I had half the number of people on threads that I had on Twitter, and I've been on Twitter since 2019. Engagement yeah. is way better. So it's just a better product overall. It's interesting. The other part, like, and you spoke about this, like he's been in front of um, Congress about privacy. Mm-hmm. All that got wiped away. Everybody just forgot about that. Like, yeah. I mean, so I, I saw that post where people are plugging, like, look at the terms of engagement now that you're on threads. And it was like, yeah. everybody was, we're all cool with it. It's, it's, it's been pretty smooth sailing. I wonder though. You have a choice. You, yeah, right. You have no choice. It's like you, you delete one, you're going to have to leave both. Do you think, and this is maybe a, a lesson to business as well, sometimes restructuring and taking a step back from a project like the metaverse and realizing that this, this could potentially be a loss or a failure, allowing you to refocus on on something else, right? Because I remember, I mean, we were, we were critical at the time when the metaverse and, and Cheryl Sandberg left the company and were like, wait, we're talking about the top level execs who have been here from day one. What's the impact going to be? As he's mounting all this at the same time, it's like, all right, let me focus, let me focus, and here we go. You retreat. I think in life, you got to retreat. Retreat and regroup? Retreat, yeah. doesn't mean, retreat doesn't mean defeat. You you abandon what 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 what's not working. The longer you yeah. keep something that's not working, you're just making it more difficult for yourself. Yep. Stop the bleeding. Yeah. Stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. Number one rule in life is stop the bleeding. Stop it before before you bleed out. Yep. And everybody, they forget he tried to buy TikTok. Yeah, and the government to- blocked it, which is interesting. To, on to your point, like, but there's no legislation you can put in for copying a product with. The user bases they have and dragging them over, which is kind of brilliant because if the government is going to block you from buying TikTok, if you copy or an inferior brand, what is legislators going to do? Nothing. Yeah. So they kind yeah. of put his back against the wall and made him copy something else and take it over. Yep. I feel like in business and in life, the person who wins is the person that's able to outthink the competition. It's a it's chess. It's a thinking man's game. It's not an emotional game. So it's like, all right, you doesn't work out for the metaverse, get ridiculed, lose a lot of money, stock drops dramatically, try to buy TikTok, that gets blocked by the government. Okay. If they're saying that I'm going to create a monopoly and I can't keep buying social media platforms, then I'll just effectively copy social media platforms and use my influence. Yeah. That's the point that people are leaving out. Like it is a better product, and I'm not playing both sides of the fence because I was incredibly critical of metaphors. Why is it better? Um, The the user interface is better. The interaction is better. For the first couple days, there were no bots on it. I I meant to do like you and post privately why they let the. I found out why they let the bots run. Cool. The engagement is better. It's the first social media that I've seen in a while. When it first came out, it was incredibly positive too. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any gossip in like everyone oh, yeah. get like not yet. Like I'm seeing Nikki on there, seeing Trap on there, seeing like even in y'all posting and then my engagement, it's all positive feedback. There isn't like a bunch of jousting over 
brand positioning or like it was just a good vibe so far um and then also too it kind of feels like when i first got on facebook in 2005 there was an excitement for everybody to be on there instagram mm -hmm. sometimes feel like you have to be on there tiktok isn't as fun as it used to be so i think just it being text-based which we haven't talked about or not enough uh yet but internationally a lot of people can't post 4k videos on instagram or watch them because the service is not there to be able to stream, but text is really easy and light on the service. So even in accounting mistakes and trying to cut costs, the reason why Twitter had to throttle how many tweets you can see was because he didn't want to pay that multi-million dollar bill to Amazon Web Services, which is crazy enough. So now you're trying to pass that cost or you're not paying that bill onto the users and it makes the experience. Or if you pay for Twitter Blue, you can get access to all your tweets, but I'm like, most of Twitter is turned negative. Most of finance Twitter has got like, even when I talked to Josh this weekend, he was like, I haven't been on Twitter in two years. Well, let's so let's 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 focus the interest. Let's focus on on Elon Musk now. We talked about yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, who is obviously, I think, one of the greatest, and then of course Elon Musk is one of the greatest CEOs of all time Absolutely. as well. From what he's did with PayPal to SpaceX to Tesla, yep. Tesla. Um, but even the greats don't always aren't always successful. He pays $44 billion for a company that nobody thought was worth $44 billion. First mistake. Um, he took all the verification badges away, which that didn't work out in his favor. <laughs> Not the mistake. Um, tries to limit tweets, then gets copied in the same week. <laughs> uh, will this go down in history as one of the greatest fumbles ever? I believe so. Um and I'm not saying it to be salacious, but I'm trying to think of some of the acquisitions. Of course, Facebook bought, stole Instagram for a billion dollars. I think YouTube is like 1.2. Mm -hmm. Like 44 billion is the GDP of some small countries for not even like the fifth most popular social media app. Um, and then also too, like he got back into buying it by mistake, which was a win for the shareholders at the time. Mm -hmm. So like just speaking out of turn, you have to be backed into like financing and then putting up some of your class A shares to buy a dying product. I think we can all agree that when we wake up and you guys can put yes in chat in the comments, but no one here thinks about getting on Twitter for even that. I see some of the employees at Twitter post on Instagram before they do their own Twitter page and they work at Twitter. No one loves the environment. The one thing I can say from the people I've talked to at Meta since they have done the layoffs and it was like, um, there's like some survivors of Morse there in HQ and in the New York office. They are excited to be there now, though, because they feel like some of the restrictions that were on them before have been taken off. And now they get to um, create freely. And also, too, we can talk about this. When you have a hit that works for you, it's easier to put energy into that hit. Like the Ghana thing gives us life. Like when Keys does a high level conversation, he does something with Billy that gives it life like. You guys do something with Steve or like episode with Simba 85, which is great. Um, it gives you life. So now like the, the building is energized. It's almost like when Universal has a hit record and the entire building is behind that song. Um, it's been a research and, and that's not there in Twitter. So I think this would definitely go down. as like one of the top 10 mistakes. If he isn't able to turn this around by 2027, 2028, this would be one of his biggest blunders. But and I always have said, I'm looking forward to see Elon be just extremely focused on um, Starlink, Tesla, mm -hmm. maybe Hyperloop. 
but you have to have extreme focus to make these projects work, especially when you're doing like multi billion dollar, like deca billion businesses that are international. It takes too much work to pull off, pull this off for three companies and then having a, a era of 44 billion while the economy was going down. It was just yeah, a one, one, of, one of the things you, you listed that he is great at creating companies. But one of the things you, that we, we, we forget is that he's one of the greatest marketers as well. Absolutely. Right? And like we, we've seen that with the companies he's created. We've seen that inside the cryptocurrency space. And for this time, it's actually been the inverse. Mm -hmm. right? His negative talk about threads has actually catapulted to a success. Right. Same the day like after. Hater. Yeah. Right. It, it, like it's it's first it's I want to fight him. <laughs> then it's I want to challenge him to other things. Then it's the lawsuit. And all that has done has catapulted threads and Mark yep. Zuckerberg's profile. Um, and then and Zuckerberg got on Twitter after 11 years and started posting. Exactly. So it's like you, you've now made this guy like and now with one of the articles we were talking about, the Wall Street Journal article, how Elon has made Mark Zuckerberg cool again, which is like mm -hmm. interesting because that I'm sure that's not the intent. You're looking at your business. But you're right, man. Like stopping the bleeding is one thing. I'm not sure how you do that. But does that now allow you to refocus on the main thing or one of the main things, which is which is Tesla? Right. So, yeah. One of the, the the things that he's done is is created. Hey, I I can't be the CEO of this. I can't. That's smart. He should have let it go a long time here, ago. Here's the thing. Here's which which, which is which is smart, but does that now become for the next six to twelve months? Do they become the full person for the lack of success? If there is, if that is the case, what's the difference between Elon Musk and, and Ye? What is the difference? Yeah, you asking a question. What's the difference? I think the difference is like Kanye got railroaded by a deal. If we're going to talk about the sneaker, his the rug got pulled from underneath him. Elon caused this mistake. Like I'm trying to think what company right now is worth buying 44 billion, and it's not that many. Twitter isn't one of them. And if we can argue, Twitter hasn't effectively the UI UX been updated probably since what 2011, 2012. Like when's the last time people had a great time on Twitter at scale? Maybe 2013, 2014. The business was never great, um, even when it was still publicly traded. Like th the shareholders were happy to sell that to him just to get a little bit above break even. I think, it, like, if we're going to speak honestly, Twitter being mismanaged is one of the biggest blunders in tech history. Well, because it, it is. Ha it had a lot what, of fanfare. Well, when I say what's the difference, like public perception, because I oh, gotcha. What's the the public perception? What's the difference between Elon Musk and Kanye West? I'm I'm taking this as a rhetorical question because you're gonna tell us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the difference is that Elon Musk is white. Because the things that Elon Musk does, if any other person of any ethnicity did it, especially if he was black, he would not only be ridiculed and laughed at, called mm -hmm. mentally ill, he would probably they would try to probably Oh yeah, he'd be thrown out. Take him from take all everything he had from him, take his company away, say he's not fit to run a company. Um, but it's just amusement. So when he, he goes on Twitter and he challenges Mark Zuckerberg to a a penis testing contest. And, and uh, for those of you who are listening, this is a literal tweet. This isn't and no, that's clean. That's the what I just yeah, said was the clean version. version. Yeah, yeah. So and this is the second richest person in the world saying this on Twitter. At some point, and it's freedom of speech. You, you can say whatever you want. But 
let's think about it. Because like I said, a variety of different things that Kanye has done or his actions, um, he has been called mentally ill and maybe he is, but I've never seen that. I've never seen that same pushback or that same um, egregious type of vibe for Elon Musk when he continuously every every day only person he's he's up there with Trump as far as the things that he's that he's said and he's never apologized for it and he's never even criticized for it nor is asked to something I mean, the interesting thing is like if nothing else would make him fix this is this a loss from threads nothing like my mother always says like if you want to hit a person hard hit him in their pockets and Zuckerberg has done this. Whatever MMA fight he wanted to do with UFC, Zuck is Johnny Bones Jones right now. First round knockout. You have to go. You can't. You can't joke your way out of this. This reminds me a lot of the Drake and Meek Mill situation. Zuckerberg was the underdog. Drake came out swinging. Game set match. You have to readjust, readjust, especially while we're in an economic decline. Because as a result, if Tesla does not continue to do well, the delivery numbers were great. But if the shareholders are not getting the value. Steve Jobs, arguably to me, is like top four CEO all time. When they took over Apple, he came back a better CEO. I would hate for this kind of action and these kind of statements to lead to a potential corporate takeover. The board, Tesla, the board calling him in for the meeting. He, he he needs to get focused. He needs to get focused for sure. Twitter's over. All right, before we leave this conversation, let's talk about the stock. Twitter obviously is not a publicly traded company, so nope. we, we don't nope. talk about their stock. But Meta is. Mm-hmm. Meta's stock. Hovering around two hundred ninety dollars a share, yep. um, something that nobody really saw coming. Fifty-two week low, eighty-eight dollars. So it yep. had a very tough, tough run. It was um, riding high, three hundred and seventy-eight dollars. I think it peaked at yeah in yep. two thousand in September of yep. twenty twenty-one. Then had just dropped off the cliff. Went from three hundred and seventy-eight dollars all the way down to eighty-eight dollars. Yep. Yeah. Um. But since then, has rebounded to two hundred and ninety, almost three hundred dollars. So, yeah. how far can we expect this to ride up? And um, it's a pretty miraculous, miraculous yeah. comeback story. <laughs> and once again, it's one of these things where the eye test. Sometimes you just get a gut feeling about things. I'm not really, you know, when I said that Meta was here to stay, I didn't. I didn't base off a of PE ratio or, you know, uh, candlesticks. I just, I know, the, I know the culture. And I said, people are still addicted to Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I know how valuable that is. And I know how hard that is to break. Um, and they've integrated vertically. And it just seemed like it's too big to fail. But can, can I chime in real quick? If they would have held on for Metaverse for three more years, you think they would eventually fail? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But they got to cut the bleeding. Got to stop the bleeding. Yeah, yeah. That's and that's the sign of leadership. No one, yep. no one went to say, okay, I tried something, it didn't work. Yep. Let's pull the plug. So, yeah, yeah. is this is is this stock price going to continue to go up? Yeah, as long as they don't reinvest into Metaverse, they haven't started to monetize Threads. Normally at a billion, billion five is when like the throttling of the post. So for everyone on threads, you better use this like at the rate they're growing. You better use this tough for the next 30 to 90 days because once they cross a billion and Adam starts posting, 
uh, mm. about it on his Instagram. That's when the ad platform part is going to come in. Shout out to my buddy Dave. He was telling me, like, I think at like a billion five, they'll start to monetize it and you'll see ads. I'm in- interested to see how they integrate the ads on a platform, but it should push up to 350. Um, cost for reversal, cutting the metaverse, cutting of expenses, mm-hmm. and um, on the on the talent and employee side, and then they start green lighting some projects. Um, like Threads is a new they've only from what I was told on the inside, they've only been working on this for five months. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Five months. Check the landscape. So I, I, yeah, so I know people want to clip it up like yo, Ian was wrong about Meta. No, I said the death of Facebook was coming two years ago. They changed the fucking name. They died. Met, they almost died with the metaverse. They changed. I'm telling you, as a person who has had conversations with people inside of the building, inside of the meta, and said these same things. And as soon as I said, you guys need to copy and clone something else, I'm not taking credit for it. They were like, you were right. They got back to basics. And sometimes in business, you can have a great media property or a great business. But if your expenses are higher than what you are bringing in, it is a recipe that you cannot market. They changed the course. Uh, the stock could get to 350. Um, they are part of the the, the big seven that uh, the hedge funds are promoting. Um so capital kind of has to flow there. And if you think about it, he is kind of like the Rupert Murdoch of social media, where he's like aggregated all of the biggest biz- media businesses like into one. Um, and they're supposed to have monetization coming out worldwide on WhatsApp by December. So but by then it should um, push it up to probably 350 at that time. Yeah, uh, this is a this is a story of patience, like in and 20- cost cutting. Yeah. Oh, I mean, because yeah. even then it was like the, the thought of the metaverse was the news. So, I, I, I mean, I had like a call for meta uh, at 320 and this is like in April of 21, but so like January of 2024. Yeah. And so I'm watching like, you know, this is one of those things you watch, you, you take profit when it goes up to 378 and then you leave some. And so I left some and then we saw what happened and went down to 109. And so this climb back is like in, in the portfolio is one of those things is like, oh, this is great. This is yeah. great. This this is the power of patience. So yeah, I definitely see it getting to 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 three ten, three fifteen, three fifty. What are you, are you saying that by next like December or like when are we thinking? Probably by like January, December, January. Like if they say the course keep costs down, because now they are starting. Like and also like if you guys think the rap war is interesting, those billionaire battles behind the scenes are different. So now you're seeing a sway. Like you can go to like guru focus i have no affiliation with them i don't make any money on the back end but you can go look and see the hedge funds are now back in favor of metal like rashad like like candles don't matter long term what really matter like candlesticks are technically just the fundamental prices on the screen i said with that with the episode with josh brown please tune into that um here on market mondays i think he's been on twice and then when jc was on but the fundamentals got better so as a result the stock price improved and we're seeing that as long as they keep these costs down, um, I do like the Oculus Pro devices, but as long as they stay away from developing the metaverse, which, I, and I, I'm going to be very honest, I'll talk about what I said when I was there last. You need to let somebody else develop the, the metaverse and then go steal that. Go let PlayStation or yeah. Minecraft or Roblox or somebody go develop the metaverse or Fortnite or somebody steal, uh, develop it, and then you take it and then deploy it. Yeah. Oftentimes when you're trying yeah. to build a a platform or a desire or a need in the marketplace, you end up falling flat on your face. They need to let somebody else build it and then they end up developing on top of yeah. it. When you think about it, that I mean he deviated from his strategy all along. Yeah. Right. Rather than creating the platform, 
right? The, the strategy has been see what's working and make modifi modifications to enhance it to be, make it better. When you, try, when you try to do the metaverse, it didn't work. And what happened was the ridicule, right? When we thought about the metaverse, we thought about this place. Yeah. He turned his company into that place, which kind of turned off a bunch of CEOs and better have fun. They're like, wait, I don't want to invest in what he's doing. We can make our own thing. It's kind of backfired him. And so that deviation kind of cost him, that's, right? That's what they're for, doing. For the stock. Yeah. That's what they're doing next. Yeah. That's what they're doing next. That's, that's their and next that, move. Yeah. That's the next one. Apple does the same thing all the time. Like I say all the time, I love Apple as a company. Samsung probably has had a better phone for the last 13 years. The ecosystem is immaculate. But what does Apple do? They'll wait to see all the features come out from every phone. They'll find a way to slowly integrate that into the iPhone yeah. and iPad. And then we had a conversation this weekend and we talk about moats. And it's interesting. It was like sometimes the opposite uh, spectrum of the moat is that sometimes businesses will put you on your own moat. And you're by yourself isolated to the point yep. where you can't work, right? And so, like, when they looked at the metaverse, I felt like they made it its own moat. Like, all right, that's his thing. We don't have – there's no competitive advantage. The competitive advantage is that it's just his. Yep. But that, that's what they're doing next. That's that's what they're the going The metaverse move? No. Which, so, you had mentioned, you said um, they should have let somebody else oh, yeah, the metaverse and then copy. The metaverse thing hasn't really worked out, so I don't think that – but – what are people doing right now? What's the hottest topic in the last six months? You talking about AI? I'm asking a question. I'm answering. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're yeah. referring to? Is the hottest topic? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go. Ahead. Oh, I didn't even deploy that. Oh, but go ahead, Shadi. Finish your point. We're on a so, tandem today. <laughs> so that's that's their next move. That's their next move. Let's see how I this mean, works out. Let's see. Let's see the companies. Everybody knows the companies that's that's currently. In the lead, let's sit back. Let's be let's patient. There, yeah, I, I made a, a thread, which is weird to say, but um, I'm like, I wish they would have <laughs> integrated AI into the rollout of the product so you can automate your threads and it creates for you. Guy hit me on, on DM who worked at Meta. He was like, slowly roll. It'd be out in three or four months. Going to your point, like they are, the AI that they have acquired and built, they're slowly going to deploy that in about three or four months. And it's going to put a pressure, even at, like, and I'm going to say it now, with the exception of open AI, and for all of you who work in tech, I'm talking about like bigger valuations that get integrated into enterprise, because the biggest move for AI is going to be enterprise software to sell business products and then healthcare. Um, after that, yeah, I think Meta will take the lead in using it for Instagram, WhatsApp, um, and they're going to make a hard push on a consumer and enterprise sales side and WhatsApp to be able to do business there with the use of AI as well. So that'll be interesting to look out for. But I've always said the biggest businesses on earth with the biggest market caps, with the biggest net profit, are going to buy all of the products that matter the most to extend their lifespan. Um, so this is a, a hell of a turnaround for them, but a great lesson as well in business to stop giving a competitor a reason to take you down. I think if Elon would have just minded his business and not said anything to Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg may have focused on Oculus. And I do it all the time. Like, I hate that I'm wired this way. I know it's a trauma response. But when anyone says anything bad about me, I'm like, let me take all your criticism and let me make a product out of it. Come to invest us. We are going to have one of the greatest talks on investing and trading ever. I can't announce who I'm going to be on stage with. But <laughs> Rich yet. Paul going to be there. Oh, and Diddy. And every, uh, Terrence J. 
to be there. To be there. To be there. I can't wait to announce. I can't wait to get the breaking news thing too. Breaking news. The breaking news has already been made. I'm just waiting to release it. You know, we got to practice patience. But the most important thing in business is being vertically integrated. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle wearing the Crenshaw shirt. And um, I actually made a a tweet about this. um, And I put it on threads also. And um, it's one of these things that's kind of a riddle. But if you're able to figure it out, then maybe you too, at one point in time, can potentially um, earn your leisure because that's something that we're all striving to do. So um, here's here's the tweet that I that I made about this tweet and or thread. I made a thread, but I accidentally uh, erased it by accident. What, what's the verb? Are we are we calling the thread? Are they just threads? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Vertical integration is the cheat code. Build one house with a lot of rooms and lock the doors from the inside so no one can leave. Make the rooms have everything so no one wants to leave. Figure that out and you'll be rich. And that's Say exactly that's what... Again, hold on. That second bar was so important. Okay. Let me read it. Let me Let's read Let's this back. <laughs> Pull up. Uh, vertical integration is the cheat code. Build one big house with a lot of rooms and lock the door from the inside so no one can leave. Make the rooms have everything so no one wants to leave. That's Figure key. that out and you'll be rich. And the per- the company has done that the best is Apple, where they literally have created a universe inside their phone. Mm-hmm. And in the phone, they have music, they have the app store, they have all of the social media apps, they have the, the video, Banking. the, the, the uh, pictures. Try to leave... Try to leave and get a Samsung. You can't transfer. You can't transfer. Your your your, your Apple Music won't transfer. Your pictures. You have you have issues with your pictures. You have all kinds of stuff, right? So they literally have built such an ecosystem and created a you a euphoria for you inside your phone that you don't have to leave. You really don't. You never have to leave your phone because everything is is in your phone. But if you ever do try to leave, it's going it's to be tremendously difficult. You're going to you're going to literally start from the beginning. And who wants to do that? No one. Yeah. Meta is creating a tremendous house with a variety of different rooms. WhatsApp is still not fully appreciated by people in America, but overseas they use it tremendously. It is the app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. To, it's, to, it's the way to communicate. To communicate. Yeah. So that's a that's a that's a communication arm. Of course, you have Instagram as everything when it comes to just you know social engagement now they've created this threads thing which is you know quick real-time type of you know random thoughts news feed what twitter is designed to be which is a better version so when you have all of these people who's, who's using one of their apps everybody's using at least one of their apps multiple times during the course of the day so when they roll out artificial intelligence they already have the user base hmm. so not only do you integrate artificial intelligence into all of the apps as well, maybe they create their own artificial intelligent app similar to a chat GBT, but powered by meta, right? Where now it's already a trusted brand. You can push just like how they pushed everybody over to threads. You just push everybody over here. Um, they're in a, they're in a tremendously good position to really take advantage of, of this tech technology because yeah. they have the most important thing, which is the customers. They already have the customers. Mm-hmm. No, no, they, no they have them hooked. And the more, the more things that they just keep rolling out, the harder it is. It's like a web. It's harder to leave the web. It, leave the more advanced the web gets. So they just keep hooking you in the web and 
before you know it, you're in a cocoon. Yeah. And can't, think, can't get out. And even if they, like, think about that. Like, like sometimes you, you switch or you create another business or a company, you, you worry about the retention rate that'll happen. Even at a 10% retention rate, like, think about, out of 3 billion people. <laughs> think you mean you're, you're so it's far almost, ahead. Yeah. It, it's yeah. just, it's, it's, it's a tough, up, help you battle. It's crazy. What you just explained, it was crazy. When I was trying to explain this to kids, you ever seen Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet? You ever seen that movie? Yep. Literally, like that's exactly what you just explained in the picture in, yeah. in word form. But they have the, the picture form of the video, how to explain it. That's what the internet becomes. It's this place where it's like, all right, well, you can't leave, nor do you want to leave. And when you go into a room, you're so enabled by it, you're like, wait, this is crazy. This is a whole new world. And there's just so many worlds inside of it. But it's interesting. I mean, it's one of these things. You you can't compete when you don't know where your advantage is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I can't see it, uh, and it's going to be tough for anybody to to try to with that user base, with even a ten percent retention rate, which they'll probably have way more than that. But I'm not sure where you get that from. We'll see. Well, my situation, and, and really, my last point on Elon too for all the entrepreneurs, it's a really good lesson to focus on what you're great at. Um, I would not compete against a person who is better in their lane than what I'm great at. If he would have just focused on Starlink, which could be an amazing product, SpaceX mm-hmm. and Tesla. He wouldn't have this issue. He got into a social media war with a person who stole an empire from his friends and didn't give a damn. That's a war you can't win. I'm not going to go get no rap battle with Simba. I can dust off whatever notebook I have from ninth grade. It's not going to work. You have to learn what wars you can fight and win. And the ultimate lesson we have to learn here, arrogance usually leads to yeah. the downfall. Twitter, right. yeah. Twitter, Twitter. Is done, but we'll, we'll monitor it. So let's talk about this. Uh, last week, we revealed that a lady made a million dollars from watching Market Mondays. Yes. What are some of the returns of the stocks called on the show? Can we talk about it real quick? Uh, so since the show started, since the inception of the show, Apple is up 105%. Microsoft, my baby, is only up 63%, but still is amazing. AMD is up 116. Eli Lilly is up 172%. VOO is up 59%. NVIDIA is up 589%. Tesla is up 1,213%. For the call that you gave on NVIDIA, Troy, I don't know how much that's up. Oh, uh, that I mean, that call is only up 347% today. Right. And also the ones to stay away from famously called Bitcoin at 20,000. I know I'm not the foremost expert on crypto to all the crypto people who don't like me. I did call Bitcoin going to 20,000. And more importantly, Mike Novogratz will be at InvestFest. He did say my analysis was that of an institution level. Called it at 20,000. I know some of y'all are like, oh, you arrogant. No, I'm not, yo. Like, I, I, What I'm learning here is too, because people have not found a way to create their own success, they'll do the Elon thing and make jokes opposed to just getting the gains. If you have made money from this show, can I please get a yes in chat? I don't know any other. And I'll put our show up against anybody on Bloomberg or CNBC. So shout out to Josh Bonowin, Turnova. I love all of you guys. Shout out to everybody at the street. But if we're going to talk numbers year over year since 2020, I don't know a show for free that has put up better numbers. Can we name one? Those are good companies. I'm just I wrote I just wrote a list. Um, and we'll probably get returns on them. Even I mean Thermo Fisher spoke about that on semi, Z Scaler, Live Nation when it was forty seven dollars. Yep. Trending toward over hundred right now. CrowdStrike. Um, you said Microsoft, uh Amazon we called it the stock of the year. 
Is that what fifty eight percent for the year? Yeah, I don't you know, know if people it, can recharge it now, but Amazon's up. Yeah, I mean, there's there, there's a bunch of companies, even the ones that we're just saying like, yo, just put on your watch list. If you keep them on your watch list, it's just like, okay, that's something to pay attention to. Marathon Oil was one of those uh, eight months ago, mm-hmm. so it it, it there, there's a lot of value in some Frank of the things that we're saying. What is that? Oh, up since we did wow, I mean, think about that. That was that was January 2020. We shot that. Right. So think about that. Even prior to the pandemic, we, when it was just starting, we were telling people, you know, Zoom is a company you should be looking at. And that went up over 300 percent. So there's a lot of value in the things that we're saying and a lot of things that we're telling you to put on your watch list, not for just our sake, but for your sake, too. Like these are companies that you should be looking at. Yeah. You don't have to study and know every single thing about the company, but you should definitely pay attention to it. You should be paying attention yeah. to these things because it's things that we're looking at. We're not just saying them. we're actually watching these things and some of them we're investing in. Hertz is dead. Ford, stay away from. <laughs> I told you about the dinosaurs coming back to life. Like, listen, I've been humble this year. I, I want my credit this year, though. I'm, I'm going to stay humble. Back, take two. Oh. And <laughs> I'm going to be real. Talking about creating a, a, a metaverse, I didn't see all these many melanated people talking about this before I came through and crushed the buildings. <laughs> I can say it was just me and Trap. Who will? It wasn't a proliferation of all this. Wait for this next move. Get your tickets to Invest Fest. This convert, Ashley, I'm saying it again. I need 700, 700 of Honey. us. Thank you, because this talk is going to be the best one yet. I can, mm, I ain't going to say too much. Shout out to Queen Slip. I was about to go on my Queen Slip mode. <laughs> I can say even the ones I'm on stage with, they can't fuck the boy. But it's an, an impressive for the team who are, who are listening. These are just jokes written by 85 South. Check out the interview with 85 South and earn your leisure. Shout out to Chad being a breakfast club. Talk your talk. If I made you money, please put yes in chat. And the greatest part is about the show. We never charge anything for the free information. That's a fact. Any detractor who may not like us, have they put up better gains than us or no? And the invest fest thing is, um, I mean, what else can you do? Tabitha Brown, she just closed a deal with um, Target to have her food there. You got Al Harrington, largest black-owned oh, cannabis brand in the, in the country. You got Junior Bridgman, who's on his way to become a billionaire, $800 million net worth. Steve Stout, legend in, the, in three games when it comes to marketing, advertising, um, music. Um, you have the largest... Really quick on that, not to cut you off. Can we argue without Steve Stout, there would be no hip-hop influence in corporate ever? Yeah, he, that was his. That's, that's a, his thing. That's the. That's the case. There that's, is that's, that's, that's his, that's his bro, thing. That's he what he's done. It. He, yeah, he literally. Is, that's what he did. And <laughs> managed now. I was like, what? Bridge oh, the um, bridge the gap for sure. CEO of the largest black-owned construction company in America, Cheryl McKissick. Yes. Um, that's of course, the legendary Steve Harvey, Mike Novogratz, billionaire, four times over, CEO mm. of crypto hedge fund. Um, the most successful sports agent in the world right now, whose name is Richard Paul. Um, Sean Diddy Cole. Oh, can we stop with Richard Paul just for a sec? Because I, I we want I want to give him his flowers. The last time we spoke, we said that he the that Clutch Sports had brought in over two billion. Since then, that number Since has then. gone up. That number is nearly three billion in deals. Three billion. Shout out to Rich. Shout out to the whole Clutch Sports team. To be Stevens, head of Steve Harvey's business operations. We got the master investor. Yes. We got 19 keys. <laughs> the crazy thing is half of the lineup has not been announced yet. Yeah. We I are getting phone calls every day from people that <laughs> want to join the lineup. FOMO. 
is the best marketing strategy, ladies and gentlemen. Get your tickets to Invest Fest before the price quadruples. So far, don't be coming through this year with COVID. <laughs> yes, yes <laughs> please be respectful at all times. So, the founder of Spotify just raised $65 million mm-hmm. for his healthcare company. What does this signal to you as an investor? Um, it's really interesting. And kudos to Daniel because Daniel has uh, done significant damage to the music industry as well. But as I'm seeing a lot of tech entrepreneurs transition to other verticals that are going to be here to stay, it's signaling to me that at some point, VC firms and angel investors are going to stop putting their focus on technology and social media apps, and they're going to focus on the quiet takeover of healthcare and enterprise software at scale. Um, I think Daniel's an, an amazing entrepreneur. Uh, in this last decade, he's probably in that top 10 list. But it's interesting that he went from Spotify aggregation of all that data, mm-hmm. right? But that data is probably worth 15x in comparison in a healthcare space. I'm really interested to see what he'll do there over the next four or five years. But as a whole, one of the few sectors that never really gets affected and grows through recession and non-inflationary times is the healthcare space. We're going to see a lot more people to get tired of building social media apps or blogs. And if you miss the race to AI, what is a safe bet that can allow you a lot of growth? It is a healthcare space. So um, that's the biggest takeaway that I have from it is that a lot of people are going to move away from tech as their primary vehicle to get rich. And they're going to move into the healthcare space. Because if you look, there hasn't been rampant technological innovation. There's been some but if you ask the average person that works in a hospital, if they're doing charting, if they're on like Pixis or like they own a practice, the upgrades that we have on a consumer social media side are 10x that of what's in a, uh, a medical practice. So I think we're going to see a lot of small entrepreneurs begin to transition over to healthcare companies. And I even wonder like if, let's say Satya left Microsoft or, or if, you know, Tim left apple and retired would he be chairman of like lily you can see with all the information and data that they have if i'm looking and seeing that regardless of what happens in the economy in the western society that healthcare is here to stay because if we're going to be very honest even from us traveling like you can see that the food quality is way better everywhere else the entire model is for the food to be bad so that we can then drug you up to prolong your life and in the western society we're going to see a lot more of our best and brightest go to uh, the healthcare space to take over there. Uh, I, I don't know if we mentioned Eli Lilly. Eli, Eli Lilly is up a ton yeah. since we started the show as well, too. That's the number a ton. But, but from an investing standpoint, what does that say about oh, the Spotify stock? Because we just spoke about Elon and focusing on the main thing being the main thing. And we spoke about Zuckerberg on when you try to deviate from your pretty much your, the purpose yeah. of your your own your original company sometimes it doesn't work we've seen their stock plummet a little bit the the user growth has slowed down although over the last quarter it has gone up they're trying to find new ways to invent what does it say for spotify in terms of the company as itself and where music is going um i, I think spotify biggest issue is, is the pricing model um of course the podcast i mean i wish Joe, if you ever show up to have a conversation with us, I know you love us dearly. I would love to have this Spotify. Um, if if I had a stock that went from 387 
to $75 and then I spent over a billion dollars on talent, Whew. what would I be labeled as? But to me, this also says, because I don't know all the behind the scenes stuff that went on with that. Um, I see this as a, as a hedge for Daniel. Mm. I really do. And if he has a greater controlling interest in the company and, and it, going back to Zuckerberg, the, one of the best things he's always done in that company is to make sure that he's on majority of the class A shares. So he can't get pushed around how Steve Jobs did. So if Daniel uses the same strategy as Spotify and applies it to this healthcare app and it grows, maybe eventually he can walk away because the music business has like thin margins and let's be honest, if you're charging $14 or $12 a month, it's really hard to compete with a Microsoft, United Healthcare, Live Nation. Because even if we're just comparing it on ticket prices, yes, you can pay $12 to, to listen to Travis, but I would rather pay the $150 to go to Egypt to see him perform and cause an earthquake. So the margins are a lot higher, <laughs> which allows a company to reinvest. I think this would be a hedge for Daniel to get out. And another, my final point on him, we don't see him in the press a lot. He's not mm -hmm. all in the videos, dancing. Diddy would be there dancing. And we can make the argument, too. Going back to the Elon point, Elon made a Suge Knight-like move with Twitter. Too much arrogance led to the destruction of your company. Capital expenditures were too high. Diddy stayed the course. I, I would love to just take on some of the stuff that's happening with Diageo at InvestFest. But... Um, some of these lessons are classic mistakes that happen over and over again. My grandmother used to tell me, like, the game is the same. The players just change. It's up to you to learn the rules yeah. on how to win. Um, so I think Spotify will be okay. I think they are like a C-level kind of tech company. But this healthcare uh, move may be a great hedge for him. Yeah. So the, that was one of those things. It was like the expenditures when we talk about the money that they paid for some of the podcasts, some of the shows, one of the things they're trying to do now is add videos. So I, I figure when you add videos, then subscription prices are going to start to go up, which obviously yeah. makes more revenue. And the Daniel he's talking about is the CEO, Daniel Eck. He's the CEO yeah. of Spotify and the company is Nico Health. So he's co-founding that. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's, so the long, this is the longest the yield curve has been inverted for some time. As a result, are you worried about the banking sector? You want to talk about what the yield curve even is? Yeah, we talked about the inverted yield curve. Um, so the way the banks makes money, they borrow money and lend it out for a long period of time. Whenever the, the short bonds are inverted with the long term bonds, it makes the insurance model and business model of banks almost insolvent. That's why the inverted yield curve is so key, because for those who don't know, banks will take your deposits. They will loan them out 10 times whatever that amount is, and then they make money off of that interest. Mm -hmm. With the yield curve being inverted, it kind of throws the banks for a loop. Um, so when I saw that this weekend, I was like, we've been inverted for a longer period of time than expected. And no one is talking about it. This is the equivalent of like your gas light being on and you only have three more miles left, but you have a 15 mile ride to go. And I think everyone's sweeping it under the rug. And I think part of the reason why everyone's been so excited about AI it's because the gains that it's been able to give, but we aren't having the broader conversation about what are we going to do about this yield curve and what can we do to get it to flatten? And then our banks going to have to change their model because we can't have interest rates be this low forever. Um, the UK is also in a recession. Germany's in a recession. So it's not just here, but I keep saying they won't announce a recession 
mm-hmm. because all the turmoil. We talked about the student loan crisis. That would be one of the biggest bubbles that ever pops. Um, shout out to those in your Red Panda. You guys need to go look up. We talked about mortgage-backed securities um, in the 2008 crash, but one of the biggest things that could cause the next crash is student loan-backed securities that are being traded. Mm. And one of the reasons why student loan forgiveness would never go through is because they are trading the debt on those student loans. Go do your research. It hit different when they trade the student loans. Shout out to Jay May. Right. So you have to understand that the same game is being played just in a different realm. But if the banks are not able to loan out money and get gains off of the loans because interest rates are too high, which in a zero interest rate environment like the last 15 years we were in, it was easy for everybody to make money. Now we're back to bully ball. It's a lot harder to make money. I'm a little bit concerned about like, you know, it's bad. When BlackRock and JP Morgan, which I told you would happen, see the gains from crypto, the yield curve inverts, the loans aren't making as much money, and now crypto and Bitcoin is not a future. They're going to all make ETFs on it so that they, they can get the gains to make for the, the mishaps that they're having and the general interest of all loans. Business mm. loans are down. Auto loans are down. Mortgages are not being loaned out because the regulations have tightened. But now we're going to go to crypto after demonizing it for nine years. Guys, don't have to like my takes. Go, you will be richer listening to me than all the dodos who don't like us. That's not arrogant. That's fact. I don't know anybody else that came out and said, yo, bank's going to take over crypto. It's like, yo, he crazy, a conspiracy theory. I was in Guggenheim talking to them about this two years ago. Okay. And now Larry Fink is just saying, now Bitcoin is the asset of the future. Right, boy, right before halving, y'all put in when is the date the Bitcoin is going to halve? This is well timed. This is well timed. It's bigger than Nino Brown. But what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> so uh, let's stay. I want to stay right there, right? Because we're lo- if we're looking at the invert yield curve and banks are not making the same amount, the second quarter has ended of the year. Earnings reports are coming. And so financials usually lead. What do you think we should expect from the banking sector or the financial sector this time around when when the earnings reports come? Um, The only ones I'm positive on in terms of the stock is JP Morgan. That's not because of any affiliation. Um, But I've even said, I think Brian Moynihan may be one of the best CEOs in banking and Bank of America stock has been flat Mm -hmm. for a few years now. It is a sign of the times, but also in comparison, Bank of America doesn't do some of the egregious things that Wells Fargo will do in order to boost revenue on paper. Um, I think the earnings there would be flat, but I think that's why they're looking to make that move to crypto. Same, The same copy and model strategy that Zuckerberg used. Okay, great. If this got hot and all the people want it, while we're not dipping our uh, hands in this pool, now Grayscale Trust it's going to have a lot more issues as a result because they're putting a lot of legislative pressure on them because J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, BlackRock, and Blackstone want to be the ones that control the Bitcoin space. That's why it was deemed not to be a security. And if I levy all these fines against all these other cryptocurrencies by saying they are a security, as a result, the value of them of some of them will go down. The banks just made room for them to get the majority piece of that. If you go look up the history of banking, uh, which is an extension of slavery, every market that is truly valuable 
the banks are going to get their hands into it. That's why they got their hands into music publishing. That's why they got their hands into um, investing into all these artists. That's why they, they helped create the 360 deal and finance that. Like every major industry that is going to be here to stay, the banks find a way. That's why, like, in order to IPO, you got to go through a big bank. We was on Wall Street. All the banks, right, were teaming together on a small IPO. What do you think they did over Alibaba? The banks are the cartels. I'm telling you, like, shout out to everybody at JP Morgan. That event will be announced soon. Shout out to Nicole and Justin. Um, but they are going to find ways, like even the, the talk of talking, taking over banks, like the lesson that I really want everyone to take away from here is not to upset your enemies and continue to build with your allies. The entire time, when Sam and everyone was screaming, we're going to take over banking, and they knew what Sam was doing. And I'm a, once again, I'm pro crypto. I had Bitcoin a long time ago. Um, it got stolen in the Mount Gox thing. I know some of you think I hate crypto. As a trader, I'm just telling you what I see. Um, when everyone was rallying against Bitcoin, and, excuse me, we're rallying against the banks and saying that we were going to take banking over, that is a national threat and an act of war to say that you're going to take over somebody's business. So they then push back with all the legislation and drop the value. Like I keep saying, I don't know why Bitcoin isn't at 30 or 5,000 right now. I have no clue. You know why? The fucking banks are suppressing it until they get their ETFs off. Then Halvin comes and then Bitcoin is going to soar. But by that time, because what banks are trying to do is make the equivalent of an index for Bitcoin and it has to go through one of the big four. Just how like Vanguard and BlackRock has a hold on the entire index market. They're trying to find their second wave to be able to do that with crypto. But what do I know? Yeah. I've made you money. Please put yes in chat. Sounds familiar. We spoke about the BlackRock ETF two weeks ago. Yep. Uh, just to give people context. Yeah, so. Yep. Well, we'll see. We'll see. So let's talk about. Okay. Let's talk about this. Bricks posted this on Instagram. Um, the alliance between Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, and a bunch of other countries. Um, they're thinking about introducing a new type of money that's backed by gold. Um, yep. This will be discussed during their meeting this summer. I believe it's in August in uh, South Africa, Johannesburg. Um, what does this mean? And uh, is the global alliance against America closer to completion? Is this a threat to the American currency, which currently dominates the yep. world? Is this a threat to most currencies, which are not backed by anything physical? They're, they're back. They are backed by like the military or just the thought of um, you know other world leaders and. World banks and different value that investors put on it and different things of that nature, more of a psychological thing as opposed to something that is tangible. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, what is what's what's this mean? We have some breaking news. Um, just this morning, Brick said that um in a major blow, India has backed out from creating a common BRICS currency for trade. And uh, since the BRICS has been working on a new common currency for the trade between the countries, replacing the dollar, uh China thinks that. Um, a China Chinese think tank thinks that they should expel India from BRICS. So this is an interesting development that that news came out this past weekend. But India, I don't know why, got a little bit scared and say, "Hey, mm -hmm. we may not want to be involved." Mm -hmm. Um, 
But I really thought my thoughts is like, are we in trouble as a nation? Not yet. I keep saying like this won't fully play out for like another 30 years in, in terms of completion. Um, but I do find it interesting that every week it seems like like we talked about this, I think, a year ago initially. Um, and now every week there's like an addition or an amendment that they're pushing for this to play out fully. Um, a, a quick stat. 31.5% of, of global GDP um, is what BRICS contributed. So I don't think they have enough power to complete this yet, to complete like a full takeover. China has their issues with their own economy. Russia and Prigozhin mm -hmm. has their own issues there. Um, this is a long-term move or a long-term play. Um, they definitely need India, but I think um, the timing of when this is done, going back to the point earlier of when Zuckerberg attacked Elon, I think if they attack us in the middle of a announced recession they can get some steam behind this but it's like the stock market is, is doing well and the economy and the job report is doing quote unquote well um i don't think it's the, the right time to do so but in about i think by in the next two years they will have like their full currency plan announced mm -hmm. but it's not the right time to announce it currently yeah the BRICS bank cfo said that they don't see any move anytime soon on the common currency uh currency uh, but the timing of it is interesting. You said the, the country that you were just speaking about, China, uh, you know, trying to have India removed. Well, what, what's happening in China over the past week? Who who was having meetings in China right now? The Secretary of Treasury, Janet Yellen, is there um, trying to make talks about the economy and talk about global trade, uh, something that can become peaceful between the two countries. And so, again, it, it when, when you think about geopolitical things, one thing is always aligned to the next. We we talked about it last week. We said, like, look, Janet Yellen is, is going to China, right? And so it doesn't surprise me that uh, news like this would come out, like, as we're, you know, as we're taping that uh, this probably isn't the best move, right? Because th we're trying to figure out something from a common standpoint that works for both parties, works for both countries. Even though we're so far apart, there, there are, you know, sometimes you have an olive branch that you give out to say, all right, well, we can meet on these common grounds and that can yeah. lead to something uh, further in the future. Rashad, we gonna monitor the situation <laughs> for sure. We'll He's monitoring see. it right now. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how this affects. As an investor, you always have to factor in the worst case scenario. Never take anything for granted. And I think it goes back to the Elon point. Sometimes, like when the market is so good or the business environment is so good, you wouldn't think the Zuckerberg would copy your entire platform and then get to 100 million users in five days. I know some of you guys are tired of us talking about bricks. But if we don't talk about it and then all hell breaks loose, I know the comments are going to be like, they didn't cover this. The, on my risk assessment, Black Swan leaderboard, this is number one. You think we're going to doing a world tour by accident? Like, once again, you think I went to Mexico by accident? Like, you have to be in other countries. Shout out to all the beautiful people in Lake Como. Man, I miss the gelato. Then went to Egypt real quick. You have to be in other cultures to even see how they feel about you, to see how other markets and other places are run. Huh? If not, your investment portfolio is going to be incredibly weak, and you're going to make a lot less money as a result. So last week, well, let's talk about this, actually. It's more expensive to buy a car than ever. Mm -hmm. uh, and the credit card debt is almost $1 trillion. So $575 is the average car payment for a new car. $430 is the average payment for a used car. We talked about 
credit card debt, all-time highs. Um, and the average interest rate for the credit card is 20% interest. What? So, um, what, yeah, how is this impactful for the economy? Um, I think going to the political landscape, um, I know they keep reporting that the job market is doing well. Going back to your eye analogy, I don't feel that and see that. Like in the threads that I'm in, not on threads, but like in Instagram and, and Telegram, like there's a great pro- great portion of people who just don't even want to work because they're like, what's the point of working my entire life? Like even if we talk about a 401k, a 401k is not going to give you the same kind of gains if you invest it for yourself because there's throttling inside of the system. I get that. I think most people are feeling, especially in this generation, are feeling a little bit hopeless, um, especially with like mortgages going up. The rental landscape is incredibly high. Uh, credit card debt is like at one of its top levels of all time. Um, as a country, I think we need to do a much better job of like finding safety in this job landscape. So even like, let's take Twitter in a way everyone was fired. I think a lot of people need to be let go because it was bad leadership. But then you can't say to them, well, you can't have a job anywhere else and don't go to Facebook or excuse me, don't go to Meta because you were over here at Twitter when you violently threw them out. I think as a country, one of our biggest risks is the implosion from the inside that Ray Dalio talks about is there's just not enough good quality jobs and not enough good quality companies. Um, And that is a big stain on America. Like it's a reason why we only come in here and talk about maybe 12 companies each episode. Most of them are not worth their weight in gold. They're not like I, I and I'll search high and low, but we're going through a revolutionary change and also an industrial change. And there's just not like a lot of good companies. But as a result, we are not creating a lot of high quality jobs either. Hmm. And it's one of the biggest threats to our GDP. Like our student loan bubble shouldn't like be about to burst. And at the highest level has been credit card debt. And then we haven't even talked about um, on a mortgage side as well, like the debt bubble, we're in like a bubble of everything right now. And everyone's acting like everything's fine and leadership won't address this. We have to make a change quickly or I'm very fearful. Like people, you guys put it in the comments, like when you go up, even applying for a job, most people don't even feel like they're going to get a call back or a great interview. Like the disdain for even applying or Companies not even having grace to say, hey, it's not a good fit, but maybe I can put you here. Or even when they tell you, hey, we'll keep you in mind, you know that they're not keeping you in mind. Like people have just quit. And also that has led to the entrepreneurship boom as a result because people have had to create out of desperation or out of need. Um, but one of the biggest mistakes I think our country has made is not securing our job market mm. for our citizens. Yeah, well, we saw a slowdown in the job report. Uh, last week, yeah. which obviously, uh, when economists are looking at it, it's like, all right, well, inflation is working. Uh, so, I mean, we we it, it's we we spoke about some of the jobs, and they're not the best, right? And so we talked about leisure and hospitality, that's going down. Uh, we've talked about transportation, that's going down. Warehousing is going down, but the a couple of sectors that have gone up inside the job market, healthcare up 41,000 social assistance and construction. So that construction is always encouraging, right? Because that means that real estate is going to be impacted that uh, all the, the the companies that are inside of that will work. REITs will increase. So construction is always something that's encouraging because more, more things are being built. 
Um, but the problem is if the interest rates are high, who's going to be able to afford to live inside those things? Absolutely. So it, it goes back to that that balance of like trying to have a soft landing, but it, I, I don't know how you do it. That seems almost impossible. And then Dave at the gross, the LA show told us about the income and commercial real estate. But so right. we have commercial real estate boom currently there. Only seven companies keeping the S&P 500 up student loan bubble on the horizon. Then we have credit card debt. Yeah. It's been a gross mismanagement of GDP fund capital deployment for like the last 30 or 40 years. And no one wants to say anything and act like everything's okay. Even crypto, the entire case of crypto being more valued is came from 2007 and eight, the mistrust in the banking system. Then the banks tried to like crush it. It didn't work. Now they want to take over the thing that was the alternative to them after people lost trust. Like, come on, man. Like, we have to do better. Um, we're slowly eroding from the inside. And I know people are going to be like, what? there's nowhere else to go but America. I hear that. But these are the ways that you're going to have to think if you want to be an investor. Because, and Scoop was saying that this, uh, shout out to Fat Man Scoop. He was saying it. Like, yo, I wish y'all to listen from the very beginning. Um, this is all stuff he said publicly. He was like, yo, when I got divorced, I had to pay 16000 a month in alimony. An advisor told him if he had put 16000 into the market for five or six years, that'd be $24 million. He was like, I didn't know these things until I came across y'all on this show. I just didn't know. Because in the entertainment business, that's another way that they get us to generate a ton of revenue, but give us very little equity and very little money in proportion to what we're actually worth. That's why it feels like when we come on here and we get to talking our shit, it's not used to being done because most artists or most black entertainers or uh, black entrepreneurs are usually pigeonholed because they're not making that much money. And now we're seeing a new revolution where a lot more of us are are a little bit financially freer and a lot more financially savvy. And they're trying to stop that as well. So kudos to all of you who have been implementing the advice. Shout out to my man, Scoop. I appreciate you. And again, Floyd in that New York show. Um, great investment advice was given there too. Um, but I think we have to be very mindful of the environment that we're in. But the only way to outpace inflation is to invest. If inflation goes up to 7%, 8%, what are you going to do? You have to invest in the greatest companies on earth in order to outpace inflation, which makes you go broke a lot faster. Yeah. And we are expecting in two weeks, another rate hike with more to come. Um, so that was, I know they paused in June. Um, which most people are critical. Like, why pause if we know that there's still more to raise? Um, yeah. There's more. They said maybe two to three more rate hikes uh, before 2023 is out. So we're not we're not out the woods by any stretch of the imagination. Tough. So there's a there's a declining use of ChatGPT over the last month. Um, do you believe that this innovation is in a decline? No, I think a couple of factors. I think some of the, the newness and novelty uh, has worn out. So like for the last three or four months, I've been using it every day. Rashad, I don't know you use it every day. Um, but also the, one of the biggest factors we have to think about is that school just ended recently. So I know we want to think that our kids don't use it <laughs> and won't do their homework on there. But it's a lot easier to just hop on an app or hop on a site and do some research there. Um, and, and plus, like people are out like on vacation. Um so I think we're going to see like an uptick, maybe like at the end of August and September. Um, when a new version comes out, I'm sure there will be an uptick there. But I think some of the novelty in it wore off. Um, also, I want to see like some upgrades in the user interface and design. Uh, 
I know they were talking about the app is okay. I still think that like the web or browser based version is a little bit better, but then the other apps they have don't work as seamlessly. So hopefully in this next version, that'll give it an uptick. I know this is like a big thing about the user decline, but in the grand scale of things, this hasn't even really been like fully rolled out yet. They're still like in their mixtape era. They haven't even dropped get rich or die trying yet. Mm-hmm. Like when Microsoft begins to really deploy this across all products, um, and uh, that's one of the reasons I'm so big on them. They have enterprise, the enterprise side, the B2B side on lock. So if they're able to increase productivity there, and I've said on the previous episode, at this phase of my investing journey, where we are in the economy, we have to look for companies that increase the GDP of the United States. Mm. Like the, the, the metrics and like you were talking about P ratio, that's not enough. What company is going to increase the value of America? Those are the ones you have to invest in. Because now we're like truly in a global race. Uh, hopefully Jack Ma come out of hiding sometime soon. And as China begins to um, put money back out into the market and stimulate their economy and they start that quantitative easing cycle back, we have to consider if they start to put more money into their markets and float Alibaba up in their top five, will we have some competition there? But I'm only looking for companies that will increase the GDP of this country to add to more portfolio at this time. But no, I think chat GPT is like incredibly fine. They haven't even got out to the races yet. Yeah. That's an interesting perspective. When you think about workflow, right. That slowed down. A lot of people go on vacation during these months. Yep. Um, when you think about the amount of students that are using it, college and uh, elementary secondary, secondary schools. Yep. That's, that's, but also I think um, the excitement, like you said, the excitement of it, right? It was like everybody has to have it. And what we've come to find out is a lot of people don't know about it. And yep. that's interesting. But the also part is that competition is amongst is upon us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same way we when I, we looked at Twitter and they had, you know, from a tech standpoint, social media, they had a lead and advantage in that space. And, you know, they got comfortable with it. And then there was a gross mistake. And here comes threads. So, I mean, all those things into you put that into a basket um it all it all attributes to it but like i said when when microsoft and if you think about it and when you said that the the enterprise part i'm like yeah imagine when this is part of microsoft office or part of 365 what does this look like and there's emails for you around the clock (laughs) what what does this look like when it's part of that or what what does it look like when it's inside your home um when they create a product or incorporate it inside a product that inside your home um I mean, there are now companies being built on top of the open AI API as a result, like even in like the tech world that are starting to get funded around healthcare and data, like you guys go do your research on that. Like, I think we're just at the very beginning. And that's why I say like most short term news does not matter. Only the macro long term cyclical events of like 10, 20 years really matter. Yeah, We're just getting started. We haven't even fully integrated into like how this can make colleges better, learning better, because if if we can argue that as a society, we got smarter from 94 to 2004 with the use of the internet, imagine what we'll be 10 years from now if we find a way to integrate this into um, the workforce and in education. Like a lot of the things that we're doing now, working from home, virtual assistants, that came from like the boom of the four hour work week from Tim Ferriss. And Tim has like a very niche audience. Microsoft has global scale, global impact, global cultural impact. Once they finally announce like everything that they're going to do, imagine how much more productivity that will give us as a nation. And then as a result to their bottom line, which will make the stock price go up even more. So we're, we're just getting started. 
All right. Well, let's talk about short sellers have unwind their short bets at a fast rate in the last three years. Is this a case of concern? Um, yes and no. Like the, the, the real answer is no. The thing I want to stress, and I made a post earlier today um, in Vanguard about Vanguard, like if you just invested for the long term, how much money you'll have. And I've done a couple of posts about that. Like even NVIDIA 99, 100,000 would be like 52 million. Some people were joking, like who had 100,000 back in 99? I get it, but I can argue some of us in 99 had uh, Cadillac Escalade on 24s with eight. I don't want to hear that shit no more, yo. Find the money. Find the money. It's me who's saying it. But we find money to spend. And then, of course, the information wasn't there. There was no market monies in 1999. Um, but my point is to hold for a, find the companies that you're going to hold on for a 10 to 20 year period. Um, the short sellers are also telling us though that there's a lot of weakness in the market. So when most hedge funds who are the short sellers are telling you like, I'm going net negative on the futures market, they are expecting the economy to drop. But also when you see reports like this from short sellers and Michael Burry as well, you have to factor in, you don't know the time horizon. So if a company mm -hmm. say I'm going to short, okay, great. If they're not telling you when they're exiting, it really does you no benefit. It's a sensational headline for the moment. Um, but overall, it's a mistake to bet against the American economy and the American stock market. And as long as like you're investing in the top four, you're absolutely okay and hold for the long term. But in the short term, there is some weakness. Like I know the Magnificent Seven thing is a, is a new fang and all that. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason out of if seven companies out of 500 and 493 are negative, that is telling you. Like if you have 500 employees and only seven are producing, there's something wrong with the company. No one wants to say the same about the S&P 500. I'm not worried about the net sellers, but if you are trading, I will follow that report and follow with the momentum. Um, but in the long term, I wouldn't make any adjustments according to this at all. Oh. Investing in the can we be honest? Like yeah. take take the media platform that you guys have, and I ask this question all the time. How many episodes have y'all missed? And then people come to me like, what you think about me doing a show? I'm like, if you're not going to put something out every week, whether we're on vacation, we're out of town, like Como, Egypt, it, like we're still going to put episodes out. I don't see a lot of people have the consistency. And in every business and every person that's ever been great, that's the one thing that you see. I won't tell any of the inner behind the workings of what we saw before the wedding. But before the wedding, we saw business being done. Hmm. <laughs> so when people are like, yo, you got to have balance and da, da, da. Fellas, you have to work on your craft every day, no matter what anybody tells you. Before we got on the show, Shadi came in, cool. Troy worked. I said, oh, y'all working on two separate things. I can see it. Mike working on something. Shout out to Mike. Got his kid in the back. Got my kid in the back. Work on your craft every day. I know people say they want you to work smart. The smartest people in the world are working hard every day. Zuckerberg's been on the fucking Threads app 12 hours a day since his launch. Adam, who runs Instagram, has been on a 12-hour... He said he slept two hours the last 48 hours. Work hard on your craft every single day. And if you don't love to work on your craft every day, you're probably in the wrong craft. If it stops being fun, it's time to move to something else. How many episodes y'all miss? They ain't missing 100 <laughs> nothing. Y'all talking about another YouTube channel. That may be uh, Jesser or somebody. No, I mean, Mr. Beast, he's just going consistency. 
Like it's the number one thing that I wish for everyone here to take from us is no matter, yeah, we're number one. No matter what you're going through, you have to create and release on time all the time. Like I'm seeing Elliot be on, on threads and Instagram popping this ish. And I'm like, why are you going to act? Like I can't do nothing to you. You took six months off. Now he back going crazy, right? Just stay consistent. Consistency will win the race. And even for those of us that may not like like our show and may have copied our show, I'm like, if you put up better games, you can take the audience. And put up no better games. That's Ian saying that. That's the barrier. Consistency is the most underrated part of success. It's a great barrier. You gotta be able to do that. You gotta be able to operate at a high level day in and day out. That separates good from great. Yep. Separates good from great. Um, you had to be extremely consistent. That's that's important. That's All right. Well, another episode of Market Monday. Stevie J. You want to talk about the Stevie J alimony situation? Yes, please. Ladies, I'm gonna say it. I can't, fellas, I'm not caping. I'm not doing the Derrick hey, Jackson thing. What, what, what's he getting awarded? A million dollars, reportedly, allegedly. It was a million dollars from Faith Evans in their divorce settlement. Uh, she has to pay Stevie J. Uh, a million. So um, that's another one. We talked about the Mary J situation. Obviously, yeah. we covered that. Yeah, spousal so, um, support. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long were they married? I don't know. A couple years, probably. But uh, <sighs> damn, it is what it is. Shout out to Cam. It is what it is. Million. Shout out to Cam. Consistency. <laughs> Ladies, consistently yeah. on that second date, ask if you got a bag already. Your business making two, three hundred, four hundred thousand a year. You already got a house. Date number two. Are you gonna sign prenup or no? Damn, it is what it is. You're gonna have to because if not, I ain't gonna say nothing. Y'all got a relationship with Stevie J? No, never met him. Never met him. How she should have known she was gonna get finesse when. How you gonna date Biggs, girl? What? No, your intention was he came here and filed from the beginning. Principles. What? You 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 put up the eight ass with Puff and, and Big and put the eight ass in to record. And you gonna marry Faith? Boy, you know he ain't had no nah. Nah. Sometime you can see the finesse coming. <laughs> A mile away. He ain't screamed hitman since. Come on. That that's crazy. We gotta have more like better principles in it is what it is. Ladies, go get your prenup. It is what it is. Never knew a love like this before. It is what it is. Get your tickets to Market Mondays <laughs> in Ghana. Ghana, yes. December 27th. We are headed to Ghana. We're gonna end the year on the continent of Africa. This is gonna be a moment in history, a moment in time. Um I can't wait. Get your tickets. Go to the link in the bio. Go to the website. Go to the Market Mondays tab and get your tickets to Ghana, man. This is this is going to be one of the ones, man. This is it. This is it. Mm-hmm. And then um, Detroit, Michigan. We'll see you guys next week for sure. Yes. That's a free event with United Masters. Pull up on us. Sponsored by Ally. Ally is actually sponsoring the tour as well. Shout out to the Shout good folks at Ally. Ally. Um, yep. But yeah, they... um. It's going to be a vibe, man. Block Party, Detroit, Michigan. Uh, we got some of the biggest names. From Detroit. From Detroit. That's from gonna, Detroit. That's Very key. joining us. Uh-huh. Um, it's just going to be a good time. Um, you know, entrepreneurs, a lot of wisdom, a lot of information about business, about investing, about music, about ownership, you know, how the vibe is, you know, drinks and everything. It's going to be 
It's going to be a night to remember, a day to remember. Actually, it's a daytime event. Mm-hmm. Um, so meet us there and uh, show sure some we'll, love. We'll be outside somewhere. Show some love, man. Thank you to Richard Paul and the Clutch team for the um, gift they gave yes. us. They gave us his new sneaker. He has a sneaker line with New Balance. Yes. Oh, that's fire. Yeah, it's so no they, limited edition sneaker. They sent us um, some merch and they sent us a sneaker. So. Shout out to Georgia. Georgia, thank you. Shout out to Georgia for sure. Can't forget Georgia. <laughs> Um, and the whole team over there, Clutch, man. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. And love. Get your tickets to Invest Fest. Please. And uh, oh, love is love. Announcement for me. Red Pound uh, Stock Club prices have been released. Um, so a new little feature I've added going back to the integration. I'm giving you guys three prices now. So I'm giving you a low to boat price, a swing trading price, and like an intraday quick price to get in. Always continue to create value. If I Brad Panda, let me get pandas in chat, please. If I made you money, please put yes in chat. I don't know any other investor or show that said that too either. Can we think of one? I only know one. <laughs> hey, shout out to everybody. Nah, shout out to everybody, man. I think like, and it's important that we thank everybody, right? Without without them, you know, following the the information, executing the information. You know, this wouldn't be what it is. So appreciate all of y'all for executing information, yeah. making money, and sharing the word and sharing the information. Man, love is love. For sure, log in. Oh, get our subscription on Instagram. I got some. I gotta. I gotta. Text you know, you know they're gonna clip it though. You know they're gonna clip it and do a review now. Don't go too crazy now. <laughs> the review page. The review page. Subscription only. That's a fact. <laughs> Adam22, I need this villains uh and vultures tour. Adam Come 22 with us. Yo, that was ill. Did you Adam see that interview? 22 you on did the interview with the dude? That was crazy. crazy. Adam 22. You seen Travis? Been. What are you about to do? In yeah. Egypt? Yeah. Yeah. Album release at the pyramids. Yeah, I saw that. You you understand my thinking for the idea for next year though? You gotta go out of space, but yeah, I wonder how I wonder how they cleared that, man. That's a uh, that's impressive. Can we do that, make that a ball like a crystal ball. That's utopia on the way. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. See you guys next week. Watch the episode with Kenny Burns tomorrow at one yes. o'clock. And uh, love is love. Love, peace, 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 peace. Love. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.